All right, so today we're gonna talk about a great question. We're gonna talk about who is Yeshua? Jesus. Yeshua. I mean Jesus. So yes, we mean Jesus and Yeshua. Same person. Same one. Same guy. Jesus. Jesus. Isa. Yes. Yeah. Yeshua. He has many names, Mm -hmm. and our quest is, and our heart is, to discover the historical Jesus, the real Jesus, Jesus from the first century, from Israel, from Bethlehem, Nazareth, and what was he really like? Yeah. And I think it's important that we even, uh, in this early episode Mm -hmm. of our journey, if you will, into podcasting, that even our audience gets to know how we understand who Jesus is. And really how we understand him is this Jewish Jesus in this Jewish context. Mm -hmm. And how I want to kind of frame that and show you that is that when we were living in Israel years ago, people would always ask us, since we're Gentiles, why are you here? Yeah, Like they would think we're kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, why would you move your family? They would tell me that all the time. What are you crazy? Why would you move your family to Jerusalem? You're safe in America or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I would say, I'm here learning about the fact that Yeshua... Mm -hmm. And I would say Yeshua because they know Hebrew, right? Right. Although my Hebrew wasn't very good. But uh, I would say that I'm learning about how Yeshua was a Torah observant Jew. Wow. And they would say, what do you mean? And I would say, well, for example, he wore tzitziot. All right. He wore the the white fringes on the Mm -hmm. garments. Mm -hmm. Like he wore those. Mm -hmm. And they would be like, then they would kind of pique their curiosity, you know? And I would say, and I would say, yeah, for example, he healed a woman, it says in the New Testament, in the writings of Yeshua, right, that he healed a woman with the issue of blood. Yeah. So I just want to read that text for you, kind of give you an example, because people don't always see this. See here, I'm in Luke chapter, what is it? Eight, verse 43. It says, and there was a woman with a blood flow for 12 years. It's pretty serious. That's a long time. Who could not be healed by anyone. She came up from behind and touched the tzitzit or the fringe of Yeshua's garment. Mm-hmm. And immediately her blood flow stopped. And Yeshua said, who touched me? Mm-hmm. And he goes on to say uh, that he recognized that the power was going out from him. Right. And so this woman, mm-hmm. interestingly enough, I read this, that in early church history, they called her Veronica. Nuh-uh. <laughs> yeah. You're serious. So that was hilarious. So. Where? What? Yep. So Veronica was healed. <laughs> and, and her sister, Vanessa. Right. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I love that. No, they're, they're bringing us into the story. What story? <laughs> <laughs> so Veronica gets healed, which uh, she was very happy about. Oh, this. absolutely. But the, my point is, is that Yeshua is this, he's wearing right. tzitzio. Right. And he's wearing these fringes. And she recognized that there was, like Malachi says, there was healing in his wings. Wow. Right? Yeah. And then there's this other passage that, that most people don't know that I really love. It's in Mark 6, verse 56. It says, And wherever he, meaning uh, Yeshua, Jesus, entered villages, towns, or countryside, people were placing the sick in the marketplaces and begging him to let them touch even the tzitzit, even the fringe of his garment. Mm. And all who touched it, 
yeah. were being healed. Yeah. So not just Veronica. Right, not just Veronica. But <laughs> many people <laughs> were being healed right. by touching the fringe of his garment. But that's, that's so interesting because you're reading from the TLV here. And, you know, most of our translations, whether you read NIV, New King James, whatever, they're not going to say tzitzit, right? Right. And so it takes a little bit of digging to understand that, well, this guy was a Jewish guy. Right. And he would have been doing these things. Right. And so we got to dig a little bit. Yeah, fringe of his garment doesn't mean like like just the edge of his, so like his, know, his snap his, shirt. You like, know, like, like his jeans weren't fraying or something right. like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> old, old school or new school. Do you think he wore Levi's? I don't think he bought jeans that already had holes in them. Oh, that's Like that's pre-holy. Sure. Sure. He was holy, though. <laughs> so, uh, who knows? But I think he definitely, if he was going to wear a pair of jeans, it'd be Levi's. I think so. He, right. You know, mm. Levi, Levi. Mm. Right. Yeah. Mm. But he was from the tribe of Judah. I mean, you know, yeah, like, brothers, you mm. know. <laughs> Maybe like Malkitzetic jeans. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then so the order of different order of priests. Yeah. So those are pre those are pants that don't decay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so our point is to kind of just start off talking about who is Jesus. Is he's Jewish, right? Right. He, this is his Hebrew name. This is the name that his mother would have called him. Hmm. Uh, but it doesn't mean that you have to say Hebrew in order right. for him to hear us or something like right. that, because this is why he's so accessible. Well, that's a, and that's a good point, too, because, you know, you could call him Jesus or you could call him Yeshua. But I mean, I think the real question is, if is if if he had a license plate and he was going to put his name on it, which would he choose? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe more importantly, I, I think he would. Choose Yeshua. Okay, and then maybe more importantly, what kind of car would he drive? Oh, no. <laughs> I think it would be a Honda Accord. A Honda yeah. Accord. Yeah. And why is that, Sam? Because he's all about unity. He wants to be in one accord. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and you're welcome. So thank you so much for watching. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's the end? No, no we can't stop, stop no, there. Stop. Let's keep going. Yeah. Let's keep going. I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. I think this is important, though, because he, he's, he can get lost. For sure. For <laughs> and sure. I think that's the point of, you know, we're 2,000 years later. Yeah. And the point is, is that realizing and acknowledging and trying to understand the historical Jesus, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that he's rooted in Israel and the Jewish people. It yeah. sounds minor, but it's a big deal because he's oftentimes when we get uh, misunderstandings of who he really is, it's because... We haven't rooted him in the first century context. Right, right. right. And I mean, if you're a believer in Jesus, if you love Jesus, why wouldn't you want to get to know him more? I mean, if you ask anybody, you say, do you want to know Jesus more? They would say, absolutely, of course. And so this is a great start. This is a fun start. And it's like the availability of it is there. Right. And it's just, it's an invitation. Right. So it's really great. Yeah. So essentially what we're trying to do is we're trying to understand more Mm -hmm. who he is. Right. And so how do we get to understand mm-hmm. who Jesus is? Well, we start talking about his family. We start saying, okay, he's Jewish. Right. And so we talk about the story of the Bible. And, you know, who would you say, who's the main character in the Bible? Because the Bible, it's a story, right? From right. Genesis to Revelation, it tells a story going from the garden to the recreated garden. Yeah. And so who's the main character in the story? Right. And there's so many 
people that are involved in that answer, but the real answer is the people of Israel. Yeah, and and you could I think there's two answers. Okay. The people of Israel, yeah. they're the main character. Right. And then it's also Yeshua because he's always the well, answer. Yeah, you know? He's the answer. Like so it's <laughs> it's like Sunday school. It's like you know? both. Yeah. Who's what's the answer to the question? Always Jesus. Jesus right? Yeah. So he's the main character in the yeah. story. He's the crescendo of the story. Mm-hmm. And then also, this, but the main character isn't really just one person. It's really this family. For sure. So you could say sure. it's actually Jesus and his family. Yeah. They're the main character of the story. So yeah. if we want to know the story of the Bible, mm-hmm. if we want to know him, right. then we need to understand the main character. For sure. Or characters mm-hmm. in the story. We need to understand his, his family. Yeah. So that's our, our little bit of our... Uh, quest today right. is our talking a little bit about who Yeshua is. So if we want to understand him more to understand this family, then maybe a good question to ask would be, what is Israel's role? What is their purpose? What's their calling right. in scripture? Because it's going to relate with his calling, right? Yeah. So how, how, what do you think? What, what do you think Israel's role is? Well, my, my first uh, answer would go right to Genesis when uh, God is calling out Abraham out Who's of the nations. Really the first Jewish right. man. Right. And he's basically saying, through you, all of the nations will be blessed. Right. Right. So they're 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 calling it to be a blessing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So Genesis 12. Yeah. Exactly. And then he says, I will bless those who mm-hmm. bless you. I will curse those who curse you. And in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. Right. So it's a big, it's, <laughs> it's kind of a big uh, challenge. It's a mm-hmm. big calling that Abraham has. Mm-hmm. And so we know ultimately, of course, that that's going to be fulfilled in, in Yeshua, in Yeshua, in yeah. Jesus, right? Yeah. But what happens is, is the Lord is using this Abrahamic family now, mm-hmm. or Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, this tri-generational uh, family to bring about this salvation, this blessing that is ultimately revealed in the person of Yeshua. Right. But then understanding who he is, Mm -hmm. is we can get to know him by getting to know his family. Kind of like, if I want to get to know you, I've got to get to know Cassie. Right. And we see this in Isaiah, this famous, this written several times, Isaiah uh, says in 42, Isaiah 49 talks about, uh, Yeshua, or, or this coming Messiah, mm-hmm. this suffering servant, uh, the servant of Israel, will be a light to the nations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then it also talks about Israel in Isaiah 55 being this this covenantal right. uh, calling on them. So they are also this light to the nations. Yeah. So you should be getting to see that, that the Jewish people, Israel, mm-hmm. has this similar calling, right. just like Abraham. Right. Abraham's going to be this blessing to mm-hmm. all the families of the earth. Mm-hmm. But it's caught up with Yeshua right. being this ultimate manifestation of that mm. light and of that blessing. So right? there were there were roles and callings uh, that that Israel was supposed to do. That, that that was what the Lord was calling them into. That really can only find they find their fullness or they find their completion in uh, in in Yeshua. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it, what's what's important is that we like look at okay so. You know, usually when we're thinking about salvation, because mm-hmm. there's this other important aspect of of Yeshua, like what what does his name mean? Mm, that's good. 
I mean, from what I know, his name actually means, Yeshua actually means salvation. Exactly. Yeah. So clearly when we're talking about who is Yeshua, mm -hmm. and this isn't going to be a comprehensive discussion. Right. <laughs> Yeshua. Right. Like, sure. Well, he's eternal. Like, yeah. so, I mean, there, there really is no, it would be a really long episode. <laughs> you know, we don't have enough tape for that. Wait, we really... do we still use tape? Mm. We use tape? Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no tape. So <laughs> the point is that we, we, what was our point? Point was <laughs> that Israel has a story, right. and there are things that, that they are supposed to do that they do, but really it finds its fullness in Yeshua. Right. Right. Yeah, and, and his name means salvation. Yeah. Right. So that means that Israel has this calling, this blessing right. to bring salvation, bring salvation. also, yeah. right? And so this is where if if we only understand salvation that's that's in Yeshua. Mm -hmm then we're missing part of the context mm. of who Yeshua is, mm -hmm. right? Right. So like most pastors will say like context is king. For sure. You've probably heard that. Context is king. Context, context, context. Right. Well, essentially the context for the salvation mm -hmm. that gets revealed in Yeshua, mm -hmm. Jesus, is called the Tanakh or the Old Testament. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So that, that's the context. So if we just start with, mm -hmm. okay, I want to understand salvation. Mm -hmm. So I start in, let's say, Matthew and read the Gospels. Right. Well, that's, that's, that's really like the crescendo in some sense. Right. Right. We right. have two crescendos because of the return. For sure. Also. But we're missing all this context mm -hmm. to the story. Really. Right. Right. Because if you just start there... It's almost like, you're, you know, it's not almost like, it is like you're missing part of who he is. So maybe maybe we look at a couple of those. Maybe we take a couple of the examples that, you know, Israel was doing these things. They were, they were uh, walking and doing the things with the Lord. And Yeshua parallels some of those things because his story parallels their story. And he brings it into its fullness. So maybe we look at a couple of those examples. Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah. So essentially, if you think about, okay, Israel has this calling to help bring salvation to yeah. the world. Well, how could they possibly do that? Right. How could they be the light? They're, they're just like the Gentiles in the sense that they're fallible right. humans yeah. who make mistakes. For sure. So why are they chosen and why did God use them mm -hmm. to bring salvation if they couldn't do it? Right, right, right. right. I mean... So why does he do this? Why does he have the nations be grafted in mm -hmm. to Israel as we have talked about before, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So what we see then, like you're saying, is then when Yeshua comes, right. he actually relives their story. It's mm, good. And where they fell short, mm -hmm. where they were unfaithful, then he is faithful. Yeah. He brings it to uh, to its fullness, if right. you will. And it right. uses that word a lot in the yeah. New Testament writings. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, let's look at it. Let's look at one here. Sure. Which one do you want to do? Let's uh let's do uh uh let's see. So we have a lot. There, here's the deal. There's yeah. a lot. That's the point. Like his whole life is really reliving mm -hmm. Israel's story. Right. I, I say we start uh after Israel goes uh, through the water, the Red Sea, they go in the wilderness for 40 years. It's a fun one. All right, let's jump in. We're already there. Right, we're there. So basically, you know, uh, the Lord brings the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt, out of slavery, and they walk in the wilderness 
for 40 years, right? And so, uh, well, which, which is a consequence of each uh, day that the spies were in the land and they bring back the bad report, right? And so they, they get a year per day. So they're there for 40 years. And then uh, after Jesus uh, comes out of the waters of the Jordan River, he goes into the wilderness. Where does it go? Days. The wilderness. Bingo. For how long? For 40 days. 40 days. Why 40 days, Sam? Because it goes back to the story of Israel wandering in the wilderness for 40 years. In this, in this context of disobedience, in this context of the bad report, right? And so he goes in and he, well, basically does it right, right? Yeah, where they were unfaithful. Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, the text it even says, and it says that because of the 40 days mm -hmm. of the bad report, that's how long they were there, they got one year for every day. Right. So then he goes into the wilderness for 40 days. Yeah. And now he's perfectly faithful because what happened? He was tested, it yeah. says, right? Yeah. He's tested by Satan mm -hmm. in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. And he's offered, you know, those three different things. And he is faithful each time. Right. So this is part of him reliving Israel's story where they have been unfaithful. Now he is faithful and brings this beauty uh, to their story, if you will. Right. So he's he's storing. This is part of the good news, yeah. right? That he is bringing Israel's story to its full intention, which mm -hmm. is to bring what? Salvation and to bring light mm -hmm. to the world. Mm -hmm. He is the light of the, light world, of the world, right? Yeah. So another one I really like is the, the manna from heaven. Mm -hmm. So Israel is in this wilderness situation. And what happens, of course, we have manna that comes down. They were from hungry. Heaven, yeah. And they needed that in order to what? To have life. Yeah. So bread from heaven comes down, mm -hmm. gives them life. Mm -hmm. And then who is Yeshua? He's the bread of life who comes down from heaven. Right. And the cool part is that he's born where? Bethlehem. Bethlehem, which mm -hmm. in Hebrew is Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. And it means house of bread. Bread. So the bread of life is born in the house of bread. Mm -hmm. And again, he's he's paralleling, he's reliving Israel's story. So they were eating manna for life. Which probably tasted something like waffles or something. You think so? Yeah. You know, <laughs> get egos every day. Sounds all right. But no syrup. No syrup. Just dry waffles. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. That if you saved them, they got maggots. Which That's true. Egos probably do that too. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of preservatives. <laughs> but like he he... He now becomes that manna right. that gives them life. Right. I mean, the beautiful thing I feel like about Yeshua and having this understanding of him as this Jewish man and having this understanding of Israel, you don't have to be a scholar right. to understand the story. Right. Like the Lord's telling a story here. Mm -hmm. It's like you, stories. Who loves stories? Kids. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it should be so that we can all understand it. So him being born in the house of bread, mm -hmm. you don't have to be a scholar to get, wow, oh, I get it. You know, manna from heaven, bread of life. Like, right. Those are easy ones. Those are set up on a T, right? right? So you can just knock them out of the park. Yeah. <laughs> He's very kind to us. Right. <laughs> very gracious. So the last one that I think we should talk about is that Israel is the firstborn son. Okay. So that's a big one. Because it's a big one. You know, I don't know that everybody knows that. I think that was a newer one, you know, even recent history for me. It's like thinking about Israel as a firstborn son. That that doesn't always 
click right away. So let's read it. Yeah, this is a big one. So we're, we're in Exodus chapter 4, verse 22. And the context is the burning bush. So you've got Moses and he, the Lord's, it's actually Yeshua, if you read closely in the text. He's appearing inside the bush. Mm. Uh, it's not on Prince of Egypt. Man. But he, Yeshua is actually inside the burning bush, it says, mm -hmm. and he's talking to him. He's the angel mm. of the Lord. Mm. And he says to Moses, he says, you're to say to Pharaoh, this is what the Lord says. Israel is my son, my firstborn. Mm. So I have said to you, let my son go that he may serve me. Mm. But you, you have refused to let him go. Behold, I will slay your son, your firstborn. Wow. I mean, it's actually all about the firstborn here. Mm. And so he's declaring, mm. Yeshua is actually declaring here that Israel is the firstborn. Yeah. How, who is Yeshua? This is back to our original question. Who is Yeshua? Well, he's the firstborn. He's the firstborn, right? Yeah. I mean, every American football game, they hold up the sign at the stadium. John 3, 16, you know, right. for God so loved the world right. that he gave his one and only, only son. Right. Right. So that we're talking about Jesus. Mm -hmm. So is Israel the firstborn or is Yeshua the firstborn? Yes. It's both, isn't it? <laughs> so it's back to this. Okay. Israel and Yeshua, you're seeing yeah. this connection here that he is what I like to say. He's the one perfect Israelite. Mm. He's like where he becomes the, the fullness right. of what Israel was created to be. Right. Now at first it kind of sounds like, well, why would why would God give Israel a, a calling mm -hmm. that they couldn't complete? Yeah. Like they couldn't become who they were created to be right. without him. Yeah. But then when we think about it, as white guys from Kansas, which we are. Can you, Sam, become who you were created to be without Yeshua? Oh, it's so good, man. I don't know that I've ever thought of it like that. That is so good. So it's this great equalizer. Yeah. It's not like everybody needs right. him. It doesn't matter right. who you are. Yeah. You have to be what? He says, born again. Born again. Right? He says it to Nicodemus. Oh, man. Peter says it's like, no, we all have to be born again. We all need salvation. We all need him yeah. to reach the fullness of of our inheritance, Absolutely. of our destiny, to be saved. Mm -hmm. Everyone needs Yeshua. Like you said, it's the great equalizer, right? It's like in that sense, there's no differentiation. We're all we're all sinners in need of the grace of God. We're in need of saving. Uh, that's just, and this is what Yeshua offers us. That's right. So okay. So question for you then: If you didn't know all of this stuff. If you didn't know or if you don't know the, the, the historicity behind who Jesus Yeshua is, does that make you any less saved or does that, does that present any problems? I will say that way. No, I think it's just helpful. It's like yeah. we want to grow and know him more. Yeah. You know, it says in, in John 17, this is eternal life mm -hmm. that you know 
Him. Yeah. Like you know the Father and the Son, that right. we know Yeshua. Right. So no, we just want to know Him more. Yeah. So we just want to go deeper. Where there's more. We want. We want the fullness. We want to know everything about Him. Just like right. to know you is to know more about your family right. and more about who you. It's like that's what it means to be saved. Even right. this eternal life, we want to get to know Him. Right. More. So there's this invitation. Right. And the availability is there. He doesn't leave you high and dry and says. You know, that, that's it. That's all there is. And when you ask for more, he gives it. He's a father that loves to give good gifts. And that's just who he is. And so the invitation is there. And it's not a hierarchy of how much you're saved or, you know, who's better than who. It's, it's an invitation into knowing the king better. Because it's a relationship. Exactly. Hey everybody, thank you so much for watching this episode of Grafted. We are a nonprofit that uh, creates messianic media, uh, all about God, the Bible, and why Israel matters. If you want to learn more about Jesus as the one perfect Israelite, how he lives the story of Israel and brings redemption to the world, you can click in the link in the description below for a free download. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we'd love for you to subscribe, so hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button if you liked what you saw. Even if you didn't, maybe you could hit it. Uh, and we'd love to hear from you. So if you got comments or questions or anything like that, please leave those below as well.